0: Hi everyone, welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today I decided to bring back for my summer reboot series my episode all about feng shui. And the reason I brought this back is because today marks the Lions Gate portal opening. So on August the 8th, so 8 8 every year. It's the Lion's Gate, and this is really just when the sun in Leo, the star, Sirius, Orion's belt, and the earth all line up and mix in a little numerology in there. The 8-8 is very positive. It's actually very positive. Even in Feng Shui, it's a really potent time for manifesting and good luck and positive energy. So I thought this is a perfect time to bring back my feng shui guide for 2022 because it's for the whole year. It tells you where to put a saltwater cure in your home, what directionals you need to be careful of for not so great energy for the year and things that you can do to mitigate that not so great energy and bring in more positive energy. That's why I brought this one back. And you all know that I am a huge believer in energy. Energy is everything. We are energetic beings. Like even think about the way electrolytes work in our body. Okay, so this is scientific, right? So this is potassium, magnesium, sodium. When all of those electrolytes are imbalanced in our body, We no longer fire, right, Uh, properly. We don't react properly. We could even die. People, we are energetic beings. This is why I'm such a believer in energy. Everything is energy. I even put out a post on Instagram talking about this false positivity and really how everyone's like, you have to be positive during this time. Well, what if you're not? What if you're going through a hard time? And I'm not a believer in false positivity. I'm also not a believer in numbing how you feel. I believe we need to work through our feelings, however they might feel, even if they feel kind of icky, which we all go through. So this post on Instagram, by the way, go follow me on Instagram at Sandy K Nutrition. I'm most active there. You can follow me on Facebook. I have a private women's Facebook group. It's actually not necessarily only women. It's really for midlife, and it relates to my podcast. So that is called Sandy K Nutrition Health and Lifestyle Queen Podcast. Then I also have a general Facebook page. Did I say that was a page? That's actually my private group. This is a page, just Sandy K Nutrition. I'm also on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. If you actually want to work with me, if you want to sponsor my podcast, any of these things, send me an email, sandy at sandyknutrition.ca. If you're interested in sponsoring my podcast, working with me, or even if you have some great guest ideas, I get a lot of those a week. I do my best to answer, but I don't have a VA, so I kind of do all that myself. I do my best, and I try and answer every single email. Reviews are huge. I appreciate it if you send me any reviews of my podcast. You can do this through, I think you can do it through Spotify now, too, or Apple, of course. A few kind words go a long way, along with a five star rating. That just helps me to be found and to be seen in this massive, wild, big world of podcasting. In the fall, I have some amazing guests coming. I have Sean Wells and I have Dr. David Minkoff, all about proteins and amino acids. I have uh, Jennifer Hanway. She's a clinical nutritionist. I have so many great things to come in the fall. I also still have yet to release a couple of incredible interviews I did live in Boston when I was at the Biohacking Congress. And I'm going to be at the biohacking congress in the fall in october and it's going to be another great event so look out for it biohackingcongress.com. and i think that's about all for announcements from this week so i hope you enjoy this episode and this reboot of feng shui and as always if you have any questions about it definitely send me a dm on Instagram, at Sandy K Nutrition. Have a great week. Bye for now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sandy K Nutrition, Health and Lifestyle Queen. Today, I have no one with me, and I'm going to talk to you all about feng shui for 2022. I'm going to give you some easy tips and little tricks to make sure that the different areas in your home are really, really positive energy for the year of the Yang Water Tiger. And all of these cures can be put into place on February 3rd, 2022. And every bit of the information I get is from Feng Shui Shop in the UK. I have been following their advice. I purchased their software many years ago. I'm going to say it's, oh gosh, probably close to 10 years that I have been following their advice. I learned how to map houses and I'm really just an ongoing student of feng shui because there's always so much to learn. And really for me, I like to make it simple and I purchase all of my cures from Feng Shui Shop because they give you all the advice and all the cures that you need, and they're all cleansed properly. I'm gonna to talk to you all about this today, Feng Shui. There are many, many different ways that people can follow Feng Shui, and it's a little bit misleading that people think it's just about you know, how to place your furniture. And really, it's all about the energy and the flow within your home. And it's not just inside of your home, but what's outside of your home. So I've learned about so much over this last decade of really, really studying it. And there are so many different things like outside of your home. If your home actually faces an intersection, so it's almost as though cars are driving into your home, like their lights are shining into your home. That's considered a poison arrow. That's actually just one example of a poison arrow. But guess what? Why I love feng shui is that there's a cure for everything. So you bought a house, you had no idea that the location was actually a poison arrow. Well, guess what? There's a remedy for that. And that's one of the reasons why I just love feng shui. So let's get into how to actually know which way your house faces. That is really, really important. So it's important to stand and you can use an iPhone or I'm sure an Android phone has it as well. It has a compass and you find the compass on your phone or you can use a real compass. I used to use a real compass and I learned how to use one of those. And you put the phone or the compass at waist level to see which way your front door faces. Now, that is going to be your starting point for making your grid. Okay, now stay with me here, you guys. You're going to make a grid, and it's going to be three by three squares. So there's actually going to be a total of nine squares. And those squares are going to be labeled, so it will be... Northwest, north, northeast, east, southeast, south, southwest, and then center. And the way that you're going to do this and start it off in your home is to know which way your home faces. And that's going to be your starting point to know which way your front door faces. I hope that that makes it kind of clear as to how to figure this out, because it's really not that complicated I personally have done maps with software to get a more exact location of each area of my home. There are other methods that some people follow. For example, the Southeast is considered the travel corner. The uh, Northwest is the wealth corner. I follow what is called the annual stars. Okay, so these are the flying stars in feng shui that change every year there's also monthly stars and it can get really confusing so and then and then you can actually find out just the stars and the placement of when your home was built that was actually how i started i thought okay well i knew when my home was built and i started mapping according to those stars when the home was built. But then I started researching, of course, and found out that it's way more accurate to follow the annual stars and change your cures every year. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. I'm not going to talk about the Northwest being your wealth corner or the Southeast being your travel corner. I'm going to talk about what I have learned through Feng Shui store in the UK and mapping the annual flying stars for each of these areas. So definitely go and do that. Map your own house. All you need to do is make a simple little grid and figure out where your front door is. Then it's easy to go from there and figure out every area of your home and where the center is, of course. So let's get into what the whole year looks like according to the flying stars. And this is the year of the Yang Water Tiger. And I loved it because it was so positive. And the flying stars say that this year is going to be better in general for everyone. Like who doesn't want to hear that? I'm just so over all of the lockdowns and shutdowns and restrictions. And I'm looking for just better energy overall. Well, They're predicting with these flying stars that it's going to be better in general across the world and positive changes in the entire world. And guess what? It's going to be a year of progression and innovation and growth, a year of advancements in technology. But the only negative thing that I did read about was that it is also going to be an increase in natural disasters, which we've kind of seen already in the last year. So that is the year as a whole. Now, the thing that I think is kind of cool is that every person has an animal you might know about this it's it's feng shui horoscope so you have a chinese animal that is tied to the year that you were born so i am going to have a link of this on how to find out who or what your chinese animal is because they do provide you with very specific cures for your own animal and i happen to be an earth rooster And apparently, it's going to be a great year for the Earth Rooster. So I'm pretty happy about that. A word about saltwater cures. I did do a very descriptive video on Instagram on how to make your own saltwater cures. So for this year, you're going to want to have your saltwater cures in the center of your home and in the southwest of your home. And you're going to go, all right, Sandy, what are salt water cures? And I will tell you, all you need is a simple mason jar. You need some salt, rock salt, any kind of salt, and you fill it up three quarters of the way. You have to have Chinese coins. Now, if you do get them from Amazon, make sure you cleanse anything that you get from Amazon. I personally buy all of my cures from Feng Shui store, and they come cleansed with clean energy. You just want to make sure that it's not a bunch of old coins that you uh, that were sitting, I don't know, in a warehouse for years and years or who knows where they came from. So make sure you cleanse those. How do you cleanse them? You put them out in the pure sunshine with sprinkle of salt on them. You can put them out in the moon's light, full moon light. You can use smoke Palo Santo or any kind of smoke to cleanse them. You just want to make sure that if you're buying any Chinese cures from anywhere that you don't know or that you may not trust, that you cleanse them before you use them. Because the most of the Chinese cures that I use, I use them only once. Because with these cures they actually really, really take in a lot of this energy that you don't want to keep. So with a water cure, the whole purpose is that it collects energy throughout the year in some of the really bad areas, which two of them happen to be the southwest and the center for this year, and it collects, and you're going to see rock salt or forming along the edge of the mason jars. Throughout the year. And it's really interesting because I find it totally depends on the area on how much salt I end up getting collected on the mason jar. You never want to touch it. So if you have cats, make sure it's not somewhere where they're going to start licking it or anything like that. If you have a cleaning lady, make sure they don't touch it because the crusts that form are actually really heavy-duty negative energy. You do not want to touch them. You dispose of them every single year. You don't reuse the jar. You don't reuse the coins in saltwater cures. You just want to gently pick it up from the side, throw it into a bag, throw it into the trash. Do not use anything year over year as it relates to saltwater cures. Now, the only cures that I actually reuse each year, but I do cleanse them, is I will reuse my six hollow metal rod wind chime. I reuse that one. I find, I have read that it's okay to reuse those. If you use the um, six Chinese coins tied with a red ribbon, you're supposed to dispose of those However, I do think that with those, you can really do a good job of cleansing them with that salt, sunshine, smoke them with any kind of whatever, Palo Santo, sage, whatever it is that you use to cleanse. You can also do that with those. So saltwater cures. If you want to know more about that, you're going to have to go to my Instagram. I think I'm going to have to put a highlight so that you can find it. But I did do a full demonstration on how to do this. And you're going to want saltwater cures in the center and in the southwest. So now get your pen and paper ready because I'm going to talk about each area of the home for 2022. And Remember, you can actually start putting these cures in place on February the 3rd. So let's start with the south west this area is actually a beautiful area and every year they provide us with the the flying stars provides us with an area that's a great area for manifestation so this is the area that you want to put anything that relates to manifestation so let's say you are manifesting your soulmate you know put something there that would demonstrate that it's an area of love relationships travel creativity and harmony so put photos of you and your loved ones you definitely don't want to have any fire there so a word about candles i actually posted this on my instagram typically every year the flying stars will provide us with only two areas where fire is to be used fire represents anything that's fire, all the colors. So pink, red, orange, purple, those are all fire colors. And then in addition to that, anything that symbolizes fire. So I know you guys are probably going to think, holy crap, she's really out there, but I will remove candles. um, And I'll put them. So if, if you do have a lot of candles, like I do, and I probably have way too many, I will put them away in a cabinet um, if I just have way too many because I do not want anything that symbolizes fire in the areas that they say do not put fire in. Why is that? Because that is an area that will either enhance or weaken what you want. Does that make sense? So, or is it what you don't want? Okay, so for example, in this area, it is actually the number four wood star. And it's a beautiful area, right? I was just saying that. Manifestation area, area of love, travel, all the good things. But it's a wood star. So if you put fire there, you are actually burning all of the goodness of that wood star. Star, does that make sense anyway? I hope that makes sense. So, in this area, I was saying definitely no fire colors, also no metal. So, what are metal colors that's white, um, silver, copper, um, gold, any of that? You don't want that either. You want to use lots of grays, blacks, blues, okay, in this area, and you can add calm water. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Also colors of wood. So earth, anything that's earthy, beiges, browns, terracotta, that kind of thing, that will also be good in this area. Also, you want to keep the area clean and tidy because that will always enhance the good energy. You can add fresh flowers to this area, green leafy plants. And of course, my favorite cure, one of my favorites is mandarin ducks. I actually have one, uh, a set that I bought a while ago. And these two mandarin ducks are actually in rose gold sitting on a lily pad that is made of jade. And so I actually cleanse those every year and I put those cures that little mandarin ducks, the two mandarin ducks in the manifestation and area of love, because I want that area to be powerful. Okay, so let's move on to the south. The south is the number nine. And when I say the numbers, by the way, those are the numbers of the flying stars, the annual flying stars, just so that you're aware. And this is one of those areas that you want to activate with fire and wood colors okay so remember how i was saying that there aren't a ton of areas that they want you to add fire or red this is one of them so in the south you want fire you want red and pink, and orange, and any of the bright colors. You want the woods, so the beiges, the browns. And this is the area that will actually protect future wealth. So you wanna add tons of candles, tons of fire. You actually want green leafy plants. You want fresh flowers here. You can add a wulu. So for those of you who aren't aware of what a wulu is, I actually keep Wooloos beside every bedside in my house. And it is believed to absorb all bad energy and any bad chi. And it's like this little gourd that um, it's best if you can buy them in solid brass. And I do have a few solid brass ones. They are not cheap, but these are the kinds of cures that you keep year over year and you cleanse them, just like I was saying earlier. So this is a great spot for a wulu. It's also a great spot for those eight Chinese coins that are tied with red ribbon. It's going to simply activate that area even more because it wants fire and it needs fire to be activated. So that's the south. Now let's get to the southwest. And it's kind of funny because they always talk about the middle sons or the males in the house. You know, it's funny, I don't think I read anything about the females, so I'm always wondering. Although they do mention them sometimes, but the Southwest is especially important for males in the house or middle sons. It is a bad area. So this is the area, one of the two spots where you're going to want to put your salt water cure, and that is going to help to dissipate that number two star, which can affect health it it can increase stress in this area arguments general bad luck you do not want to do renovations here in the 2022 year no renovations you kind of want to keep the area quieter so when they say that no loud booming music music um you you don't want any fire here this year. No red, orange, purple, pink, no candles, nothing that symbolizes fire. And interesting, they say no green. You don't want any green here either. You definitely want to have metal cures here. So metal cures, what are those? I actually have quite a few. I've got a couple of singing bowls. Those are actually great For the Southwest, if you have singing bowls, you want to put a wulu there. There are these little things called wealth ingots, I-N-G-O-T. You could probably find those, again, on Amazon, but be careful. Make sure that you cleanse them when you get them. So you're going to add non-menacing. I love that term because you know how, okay, You go to a house and you might see a painting. And in that painting, you can almost sense and feel the anger. Let's say it's a storm, a photograph of a storm or something like that. And it kind of gives you that menacing feeling. The same with Any kind of artifacts in your home, if there are sharp, pointy, triangular objects, that's more menacing. So what they want in this area is cures that are soft. So like a singing bowl, which is very soft. It's a great metal cure for this area. So make sure that you do not have any fire or wood in this area. And also, you you can also put those six Chinese coins tied with a red, red ribbon. And here's where you go, okay, well, that doesn't make sense because you're saying no red, but the Chinese coins are always tied with a red ribbon. I'll tell you why. The reason is because the Chinese coins are activated So their benefit is activated by the red as opposed to having a red carpet or a giant red throw or something like that, which would activate it in a negative way. I hope that makes sense. And the other thing that they do say is you do not want to place your crystals. So I have some larger crystals that are amethyst. And so not only is the amethyst a fire color, right? It's purple, but also they're saying this isn't a great area for crystals, but I will get into that. There is an area where you're going to want to put all your crystals. Next area I'm going to talk about is the West, and it's the number seven star. And again, here we go. It is an area of conflict of violence and robbery, uh, people who have lung issues. You want to make sure that you activate this area in a positive way. And here they're talking about using a lot of water cures. So what are water cures? Blues, grays, um, blacks. You want to have if you have photos of water, you want to make sure it's calm waters, nothing that's menacing like what I was talking about before. No fire here. So that means no reds, no pinks, no, no purples, orange, no candles here, no metal here, and no wind chimes or anything like that here in the West. So not much more to really be said here. Just make sure that the colors are calm. Just think of blues, okay? Northwest, it's the number six star. So this is a strong area that will bring luck and wealth and career if it is activated. So great for those who are in leadership roles or in politics, God forbid. (laughs) I certainly wouldn't want to be in politics in this day and age. Um, Here, you're going to want to have crystals. This is where quartz is beautiful. Um, Any kind of crystals are going to enhance that positive energy. You can introduce watercolors here again. So blues, blacks, grays. And that's kind of it with that area, with the Northwest. It's not a lot to say here, but it's pretty simple. So just don't put your candles there. Use a lot of water colors. Okay, now let's move on to the North area of the home. It's the number one star. And again, they talk about the middle sun and all males. This is a very important area for career and romance, and finances, especially for males. So it's not saying it's it's not important for females either. It's just saying it's especially important for males. Now, here you're going to want to add in strong metal cures. So again, back to what I was saying before. So the singing bowls or the woolus, And I even have those little, what are they called? Those little, uh, uh, what are they called? They're called... Tibetan bell chimes. I was like, oh my God, how could I forget that? Because I love those little chimes. You know, they have like a little rope and they're round and they have all these like pretty little symbols. They're just really pretty. So I actually have those as well. And again, this is a cure that you can use year after year. Just make sure that you cleanse them at least once a year. And what you're going to want is a quiet space in the north again no Renault's, no really loud bassy exceedingly loud music light music is fine You want the water and the metal colors here. So black, gray, blue, white, silver, gold. You do not want any fire colors, the reds, the purples. You do not want any earth colors. So tans, browns, beiges. You can put your Wooloo there. I have many of them. You do not want any crystals in the north either, but definitely get your singing bowls there, because I actually have two of them, so I'll put one there as well as I think it was the southwest. Moving on to the northeast, this is the number eight annual star, Again, keep the area calm and settled. I'm telling you, with feng shui, they really don't like loudness, do they? They don't like loud people. I'm like, hmm, that doesn't really suit my personality. But anyway, we'll make do. So this is an area that you're going to want to activate for wealth, prestige, romance, general luck. If it is disturbed, it can cause lawsuits, disagreements, divorce. You have to watch health and stress, high blood pressure, kidneys. So this is the area that you want fire. Again, you want fire here. You want earth colors. You want the browns, the yellows, the beiges. You want red, purple, pink, orange, all the things. You want your candles there. You do not want your metals there. So no singing bowls no Tibetan chimes or whatever I was talking about before. So here you do not want the metal. Now I have, of course, I have almost everything listed here. I have a three-legged toad. This is a great, a three-legged toad can symbolize wealth. And typically if you have one of them, which I have, a lot of times they're sitting on a bed of coins. That's how the three-legged toad is placed and Sometimes you can find them in brass. I have a couple of brass ones. And you want them facing into the room. So if you have any kind of wall unit or anything like that where you can have them facing into the room in the northeast, that's going to be beautiful for you. And then you also want rose quartz here. Any kind of rose quartz, crystal hearts. You want your mandarin ducks. Remember I was talking about the mandarin ducks that I have. This is a place where I can put them. Now, the East is the number three star, another not so great area. Theft, loss of wealth, arguments, legal issues. You do not want loud music in the East. You do not want any renovations in the East. You want to add lots of fire and red You do not want any water. You do not want any metal. So just make sure that you activate it with lots of reds, pinks, purples, whatever it is that you have in your decor, throws, pillows, anything like that. Now the center is the number five star. Again, no music, no renovations. This is the second place where you want your saltwater cure. You want to have the six Chinese coins tied with the red ribbon. You do not want fire. And now I'm just sitting here trying to figure out how to put my six rod hollow wind chime in the center of my home. I'm like, how am I going to put this here? And this is the one thing that I go through every year because I like to find a spot where I can put all of my cures where... You know, I don't look like I own a retail shop for feng shui. You know what I'm saying? So this is where you definitely want to have that wind chime. It's an important cure for the center of your home. You want the wulu. You want metal colors. You don't want to have any earth colors. Now, I don't know about you, but the center of my home is literally just a closet and a hallway, Like there's really not a lot in the center of my home. So what I try and do, and you can do this too, I have three floors in my house. So I will sometimes look for spaces in the certain areas. So for example, in the center of my home, I might try and find an area in my basement where it is still the center of my home and I can hang my wind chime there where it's not just like, out there as soon as somebody walks into my house, they see this giant wind chime. So you can do that. And I've been doing this for a long time. So that's it, everyone. I hope that this was informative for you. I hope you had your pen and your paper ready. I'm going to try and put as many um, maybe what I'll do is I'll transcribe this episode, and transcription can be tough because it's not always accurate. But if I transcribe the um, the podcast, then you should be able to get the gist of what you need to put where. And like I said. Look for some of these little things that I talked about on Amazon. Look for a wulu or a couple of wulus and, and and even still these are the types of things that you can have year over year. Look for that wind chime. And if you have any questions, feel free to touch base with me. I love talking about feng shui. I love talking about all the cures. It's like, a, it's like an annual event in my house. And my husband's just like, oh, my God, here we go again, where I have to figure out how I'm going to dispose of my old saltwater cures without touching anything in the crusts. Anyway, it's something that I'm very passionate about. And for those of you who are not aware, some of you might know this, but I really got into feng shui after my daughter and I were both diagnosed with cancers, two different cancers, one year apart. And I was looking for answers. And I was I was definitely on uh, this soul searching mission to figure out why, why. and And then guess what? I never got the answers never got the answers as to why. But I guess the only thing I can surmise now is I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now had I not gone through that experience with my daughter and myself. And so the answers were not necessarily in feng shui, but I stumbled upon feng shui after I was looking for answers. I'm like, well, maybe it has something to do with the energy in my home. And for a while there, I wanted to move. I wanted to leave this house. I'm like, there's too much negative energy here. There's too much, you know, memories that, that just hurt my heart. And then when I got into feng shui, I realized that I can do something about this. I can maybe not control everything in my life. But I can do what I can to keep the energy clean and clear in my home, make my home a warm and welcoming place. Not that it was cold and, you know, horrible before, but just even better. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and I would really appreciate it if you can leave me any feedback, send me a message. I love to hear from my listeners, Sandy at Sandy Nutrition. And also, if you could leave me a five-star review with a few kind words, that is always appreciated and goes a long way. So I hope you all have a great week and join me next week. Bye for now. Join me next week where I cover off more exciting topics. I hope to continue to engage you and excite you and show you that living in your 40s, 50s and beyond can be exciting, balanced and healthful. Bye for now.